Welcome back to the One a Week Podcast, everybody. I'm Jonas. Matthew. <laughs> um, today we are talking about the sophomore album Valentine from Baltimore outfit Snail Mail, uh, a.k.a. Lindsey Jordan. Um, I picked this record because uh, the uh you know indie rock scene is kind of my my safe space that's where what I'll always go back to and i really liked uh snail mail's first album which came out in 2018 um it's kind of like back to back to back bangers on that album i mean not like big crazy tracks they're just good tracks they don't they're, bang no but they're good tracks um i uh so I was really excited for this album because it felt like a really oddly long span of time uh, for such a you know a young artist who got a lot of traction off of her first major release um, because ooh, my water bottle. Uh, it was like three years between the two. That's that feels like a long time to it's me for like time. a new artist especially. Um, but uh, it's here. It's here, so we can it's talk about here. it now. The wait is over. Um, so uh, we can just get into it. Um, talk about the music. It's, you know, I said this right before we started recording. I like this album. It's not that it's, like, crazy, like, nothing stands out in, like, a like unbelievably inventive way. But, man, if it's not just the kind of music that I really do enjoy to have on not even as like background music just like like i like this in the same way i liked the new japanese breakfast record you know Mm -hmm. like that's a really really good record i mean that one's a little bit more like inventive with its sound i guess a little bit but like man it's just good indie rock i just i it's there's such there's always going to be such a sweet spot in my in my heart for music like this um what are you know where are you standing (laughs) Well, um, I mean, my first taste of this thing was the lead single, which is the title track of Alpine. I really, really like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, probably my favorite song on the whole thing. Oh, really? Um, it was it was kind of left field because I was like, ooh, snail mail drop. So it's going to be this low-key kind of heartthrob little ballad with some like nice guitars. Mm-hmm. But... We got, like, synth. We got, like, hard-hitting guitars on the chorus. Uh, she's, like, singing loud this time. It's not, like, kind of a laid-back yeah. vibe. It's in your face. And I was like, yes. This is what I want to see. This is progression. <laughs> this is artistic progression. The production is better. And I will say for the whole thing, the production is better. That is one thing I really like. And, uh, yeah, I thought about the Japanese Breakfast album and also what Soccer Mommy's been recently doing. It feels like all yeah. the, like, big indie bro, <laughs> like, female soft guitar artists are kind of, like, branching out. Yeah, Still Lucy Dacus did the same, too. She, yeah, her, Lucy Dacus, was... just, like, the production is a lot more varied. It's not just, like, guitar, mm-hmm. drum. Like, there's a lot more going on in terms of the instrumentation. Um... But I think a big issue I have with the whole thing, and I kind of have this with her last album, is the songwriting is kind of, it feels kind of like half-formed. 
And I've been listening to a lot of like indie rock recently. <laughs> I listened to um, Anti Socialites mm-hmm. by Always. That's a fantastic yeah, album, front to back. And the Illuminati Hotties that came out recently is really doing it for me. And that those are both. grew on me. By the way, we had been talking. That about immediately that. hit me. It and took I was me like, a minute, but no, I finally got there. But um, and I was like, no, I don't. I haven't like gotten too lame for indie rock like i can still get very into you know like female vocalist kind of especially the always a lot more like softer kind of that sound um and i and i thought about it and i was like i think my main issue with this thing is that there the songs here are kind of weak you don't really have good structure on a lot of them you don't really have a hard-hitting chorus like you have nice vocals and they're in tune and you know if i if i kind of let it sink to the background it sounds nice but i don't know i'm a lot more kind of want music to like hit me like hard these days and there are still moments on the album where it does this like I really like the cello on uh, light blue. I think that's a great moment. Um, I like on automatic the kind of like darkish, darkish synths that come in near the back half of the track, and then it transitions into like a more acoustic moment. I really like that. Um, I have some more notes. Um, I gotta start writing notes. You're you always you always sound so much smarter than me. And it's because you are smarter than me, but I'm sure notes would help. Well, you're the one in college, big guy. <laughs> but I, I just write notes because I, I don't want to, like, repeat myself. And usually when I don't write notes and I try to talk about songs, I'm like, if I sounded nice. That's what I sound like all the time. <laughs> but I, I, I need, like, because even if I really like a song, if I, like, try to, like, think of, like, what it sounds like while I'm talking... I, I cannot do that. Yeah. I can't pull up the the sounds that I want to compliment. And for most of these, I just put, okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, there are no bad songs. Not at all. Not even close. But none of, they're all, I all, they're all, like, missing something. And also, I was thinking about this because of the Beach House stuff that recently has come out. Yeah. And those are, con- like, those are similar kind of sounds. Beach House obviously has its own thing, but it's like a kind of softer, more mellow kind of rock sound. But I think Beach House showcases much more sharper songwriting. And not just I'm not even talking about lyrics. I'm just talking about just the song. I think Beach House has much stronger songs. And um, I think that uh, Snowmail kind of needs that little push mm-hmm. to kind of become like an indie great to me that's fair to me that's yeah that's fine i I'm, am up <laughs> i mean yeah i like you said uh and i said at the beginning nothing is like crazy standout except i do think track five forever sailing in parentheses sailing i love that song um i do i do like the um 
it's kind of, it kind of stands out with like the the piano and like yeah. it has like a, a a groove to it. Yeah, not not much of the songs have a it's groove. It's like it's like yacht rock, but like with the indie rock twist. Um, um, it sounded a little too like clean to me, kind of over processed for me to oh, like yeah. love it. I really like this track, but I mean, yeah, like the outro, the a, outro like is a full sell for me. Like when when I get to the outro in this song, I'm like, all right. I gotta move around now. I gotta oh, like right. move my body, and I never want to move my body ever. Not even a little. I don't move. Um, so that's a, that's a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. I I think we, uh, you know, Josh was like, oh man, uh, Headlock is like a really good track, and he was like really talking up the whole record. And I I agree with him on most things, but honestly, I think I think. The first few tracks are the weaker points on this record for me. I think when you get to track four, Light Blue, it's all kind of heat from then on out to me. Tracks one through three are fine to me. They're not bad. What? I'm sorry, that's funny. <laughs> Describing a snail bill. This is heat, bro. This is, this is my kind of music. Fire emoji, this fire is- emoji. <laughs> This is the kind of music I listen to. Yeah, this is I what know. I like. I know. I listen to it too, big fella. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. Didn't mean to derail you there. Yeah, uh, I've just lost all my steam. Light blue on. I'm I'm fully on board, and mm-hmm. I think I think um, the closing track is a great way to end the album. Um, I do like the closing track. I will yeah. admit, I think that that is a strong song. There we go. First and foremost, we got we got him to admit because because the instrumentals are nice, mm-hmm. but I don't think they really do enough to kind of supplement. I don't want to call it subpar, but kind of like wishy washy songwriting, sure. and it feels like she kind of just like hit the studio and she was like, "I'm a riff a little bit." Yeah, because a lot of the choruses they kind of just like like harmonize with like the the guitar or whatever instrumental bit is going on it doesn't feel like like the song is the focus it feels like it's just kind of there yeah especially with her kind of like not very dynamic vocal uh, except for on valentine she shows some <laughs> dynamic vocals on that song but uh the rest for the most part it's kind of is like in the same like pitch area same octave and she has a unique voice, I will admit. I, I do like her voice overall. I just think it kind of like lacks uh, variation in a lot of places. I think what you could say of a record like this, and a lot of indie rock records, um, is that you're getting very few entries into like the, uh, the classics, the like modern classics category. Which, I mean, like, you shouldn't be getting a lot of entries into the classics category. But, I mean, within the genre itself. Because, I mean, with you know, you're going to have your all-time classics. But then you have classics within a genre, in my opinion, at least. Um, and and that's okay. Because there's still going to be good music. That, that It's not going to be, like, you know, top to bottom, all amazing songs. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's why... Uh, certain genres have just like this wide 
like oversaturation of different artists and indie rock is definitely one of them hip-hop's one of them i mean like your big mainstream genres um because you're not getting records that are like all stars uh and and that's okay and this is this falls into that category for me this is good and i will like it until the next nail mail record comes out and then you know i'll assess that one when that happens mm-hmm. but this satiates my need for oh i want some i want to play some lindsey jordan vocals and sounds today mm-hmm. so now i have more options in that category yeah the, the thing about it is is i listen to so much music sure yeah these days that honestly if it does not like pop pop in my face yeah leave me kind of you know floored I'll be like, that was fine, and then I'll move on to the next thing. Yeah, I mean, I do a fair amount a of that, too. There's a ton of music coming out, and there's a ton of music that has come out all time that I have not heard, yeah. that I have to hear, and a lot of it sticks out to me way more than this, and I still don't even listen to most of it. So I think, I don't know, It's I keep like struggling with... This notion, like, sometimes when I'm listening to an album, I'll be like, well, like, this sounds good, but, like, would Anthony Fantano say it's uh, good? You've fallen for the, the trap. It's just, like, a, a small voice in the back of my head, and I try not to let it, you know. But he has informed a lot of, and he's, he's put me on a lot of great music. He's kind of shown me, like, how music I generally wouldn't like can be great, and that's changed my mind on a lot of genres. I just have, I have to give it to the guy. But I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be, like, a clone of him. Ah, you're, you're treading, you're treading dangerous waters. And I, I don't think I am, and I, I think, (laughs) unless I have psyoped myself so hard that I can reason within that framework, that Anthony Fantano framework, so well that I I think it's my own, but like, there are plenty of times these days that I still disagree with him. So, I think that it's just a mix of I'm doing like music criticism now for a podcast, and I'm listening to so much music that is completely different from stuff I've heard before. Like I'm changing the boundaries of what I've heard constantly. And I kind of have to parse it in a way. And so, you know, maybe stuff I've heard Fantano say kind of, you know, quotes in the back of my brain. And I I, I, I don't know. And I'd like to think that it's my own criticism at the end of the day. And I think for this album, it still is. Um, but listening to it, I was like, well, yeah, this is like... This is like in tune, and like t- the mixing is okay, and her voice sounds nice, but it's still not like clicking with me. Mm-hmm. Is it? Am I trying not to have fun? <laughs> am I trying to be like stupid? Um, but I'll, after I'm... after a couple more listens, and it still really hasn't clicked with me. I I think it's my own opinion. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not trying to accuse you. I'm kind of otherwise. talking to myself at this point. I feel like I feel like you're, uh, you know, I say cope is a joke, but I feel like you are 
you're doing the thing that I do when I think about my opinion on movies. You're coping. And you're, you know, like, you have to self-justify when you know that you are predisposed to disliking things more than other people. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, that's that's how I look at things. I'm like, oh, okay. I think about the time we went and saw James Gunn's Suicide Squad. And I did not like that movie. I thought that movie was stupid and I did not like it. And we left the theater, and Matthew was like, you just aren't allowing yourself to have fun. Which was, you know, at least partially in jest, I think. But, I, you know, I thought about it. I was like, am I just, like, not letting myself have fun? And I thought about it for a while, and I was like, no. I just didn't like that movie. And that's okay. It's okay to not like everything. I'm terrorizing you. <laughs> I live in your head. <laughs> that was one instance. I'm, try- I'm trying to bring this back around to, to what you are saying yeah. now. And I do genuinely think that if you find yourself in a more critical position of any type of media, more so than your average Joe, not to say we are, you know, so much better than you know, average Who else music got a listener podcast, or whatever. Bro, we a, the first a billion people. We running this. <laughs> but, Tbh. But my my point is, if you take more time to scrutinize something, than is necessary, because you don't have to scrutinize anything ever. So if you do, you know, everybody's gonna take a step back and be like, okay, well, am I doing this just to? To make it seem like my opinion matters. I don't know. Nobody's opinion matters. That's why we have all. So like, true. All have them. Maybe maybe it's because I just like want to like it, but I can't. So I have to be it's like, fine. I mean, am yeah, I no, am no. I just not letting myself like it? Yeah, I, I have moments like that all the time. Prude. Um, but if I can justify my prudeness. Then it must be okay, right? I don't, you don't. I mean, like, you don't even have to. At the end of the day, you don't even have to justify prudeness. IMO. If you don't like something, you don't like something. It's better if you can explain why. But you know, I'd like to hold myself to that standard. Yeah, I try to do the same. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Opinions are whatever. None of them matter, but we all have them, so we can talk about them. Least favorite song on the whole <laughs> album. <laughs> Um, it's probably Glory. I think that's the most run-of-the-mill of the bunch. And the chorus is her being like, I forgot what she says, but I remember it's kind of bad. <laughs> it's out of out of a pool of kind of like hit-or-miss choruses, this is definitely the miss of the, of the bunch because the lyrics aren't really there and um, it sounds kind of weird. And then the instrumental is like, you know, pick out of a hat, indie guitar, um, so that would be my least favorite. Best, Overall best favorite. Favorite. Valentine. That song hits. When, okay, if I hear a lead single and it ends up being my favorite track on the album, I... That upsets me, usually. Mm-hmm. And I would often consider that album to have been a fail then. Like, the latest Poppy album... Well, maybe not a fail, but it, it like, disappoints me in some way. The latest Poppy album... I was really excited for because the lead single, Her, was really, really good. I really liked that song, and it was by far the best track on that whole album to me. So that means nothing else delivered in the same way. So I was left, like, kind of upset because the thing that was previewing is did not feel like an accurate representation. Um, yeah, I do believe that 
the title track is not an accurate representation of yeah. the album. Which and, feels weird to me, partly because it's the lead single and because it's your title track. Yeah. But shouldn't that, like, kind of encapsulate what you're trying to do? And that, that's another thing. I feel like, like, obviously there are themes of, like, love and missing someone. Your kind of average, you know, indie rock affair kind of lyrical themes. But, you know, it just kind of feels like a collection of tracks. Which, you know, a lot of, you know, indie rock albums kind of have that issue where it just feels like, this is just like a mixtape. But it's not really, because I feel like mixtapes are like a rap thing, yeah. like exclusively. But the same thing fits. It's just kind of like a collection of, of songs that, you know, you put them together. That's an album. Sure. That's an album. But like... Do I believe that the sanctity of the album needs to be upheld? Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't know. I put it in my ears, and I like it. So, there, Yummy. again, my not very nuanced uh, or well-articulated opinion. But, like I said, indie rock is my is my comfort zone, and this is checking the boxes for my comfort zone. I like it. Um, favorite track? Uh, forever, uh, sailing in parentheses. Um, no least favorite tracks. I don't know. I don't do that anymore. I don't know why. I, I don't do that. that. You know? Um, grade. I'm feeling a B plus for this one. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Liked it. How about you? Where are you sitting? Well, I mean, there are things I like. I I think I do still enjoy it overall. Mm-hmm. So. You know, probably C plus. Um, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed overall. I thought that, like I said, the the single kind of excited me, got my hopes up. Yeah, that's dangerous for, for something new. Yeah. And I didn't. We didn't really get that. I mean, the production is nicer. There, there's obvious progression from the last album. Yeah. And I am. I will still be looking forward to Snail Mill's future. I think she has a lot of potential. She just needs to hit that. Did that Phoebe Bridgers level of sad girl songwriting that she's just not at yet. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll be keeping my eye out. Um, all right. Uh, did you figure out what we're listening to next week? There's a lot of choices oh, supposed to be thinking in about the new that. releases section. Okay. Uh, tonight alone, I know of three things I'm interested in. There's the new Idols record. Uh, there's the Silk Sonic record, and there's the new Courtney Barnett record. So I, those are three things that I care about. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm th- why, why the heck not? We'll do Silk Sonic. Because um, the second Idol single was not as good as the first. I didn't listen to so, the second single. Because I don't... I, I, I don't, know. You know my I issue know. with singles. We I just discussed you. it. Yeah. But all three Silk Sonic singles, gold, platinum... So, I'm looking forward to it, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right, well, thank you, everybody.